With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi everyone. Um, it's me, Shekilola Salami. It's the Shekilola Salami Show, a podcast set in a virtual cafe. Um... Today, I guess I'm a really, little bit down and gloomy, and I'm just really hoping that, you know, I'll probably get someone excited to cheer me up, you know, it's like, I'm just, I'm just, oh, see, I can't even speak properly, um, you know, something, you know, un- unimaginable happened, um, it's not really a big deal, but it kind of just made me sad, you know, it's like, so when I first graduated from university, you know, way, way many years ago, at least over a decade ago, um, the first proper flat that I rented, um, a few months ago, I got a a letter from the local council saying that I owed them council tax for the property. And it was for a period when I'd actually moved out. And it's really been bugging me. And I mean, it's been, you know, three months now, I've been trying to fight them. And it's saying, you know, how, why should I be responsible to pay council tax for a property that I didn't even live in? And it's just really stressed me out because I never imagined that a U- the UK, a local council could try to frame you for, to pay council tax for something, you know, for a property that you didn't even live in. And, you know, they're trying to use the law and it's just really, it just made me really sad, um, you know, and it's Brexit hasn't even happened yet. Right. So, I mean, people are saying local councils, there's no money. So they're literally trying anything and everything to see who would fall prey to them. And yeah, so it's just the battle. I've just, I'm just tired of fighting. But anyways, hopefully I've got someone here interesting who would, you know, sort of distract me from my sorrows for a few minutes. So who have I got here today? Hi, my name is Johanna Dobolowski and I'm happy to be on the show with you. Nice to uh, have you. I, I have a book on Amazon called The Transformation Promise. Okay. And I think this is a wonderful day to be talking to you because bad things or uncomfortable things just happen for no reason. It does. It does. You know, um, so I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm looking forward to, you know, hearing about this transformation because I've been really sad lately, right? Because I think the worst thing that can happen to anyone is to feel like you're being framed, right? And this is like 11 years ago, right? And then I'm getting this bill and they're like, and you know, when they're trying to use technical terms and I kind of almost feel I can almost relate to prisoners when they've not done something wrong and somehow they people have manipulated evidence. But anywho, go on, you know, talk, talk to me about this. Well, you know, things, life just throws us these little things and um, then, you know, we try to make sense of it. And I think sometimes maybe it's better not to try to make sense of it, to just accept that things happen and where do I go from here? Yeah. So for my clients, my private clients, when stuff like that happens, I say, 
look in what direction this is pointing you to. Where do you need to look? Mm. Um, what, what are you doing different because this happened? Yeah. You know, it's your, your day is different. You said you're, you're a little bit sad. You're trying to fight them. You're feeling somewhat victimized and framed. Yeah. And um, so what are you doing different because of it? Well, a long time ago, I think actually it was, it was earlier on in the year, you know, a friend of mine, a really dear friend of mine, you know, he said, um, let me say, how did he say it? Um, don't just, when life gets tough, you know, when people do things that, you know, you don't agree, don't just roll over and let them kick you, right? So, you know, so I'm going through it. So I always sort of remind myself that. So instead of, you know, sometimes, you know, it gets overwhelming and I want to just, I want to just cry or I just want to just, you know, just go and cover myself under my blanket and just, you know, just shut the world out for a minute. I then think to myself, hey, I've got a three-year-old child, right? What, what, what sort of, what, um, what's the word I'm looking for now? What examples am I setting for her if I try to hide from my problems, you know? So I am fighting and, you know, I'm going through the whole complaints process um and stuff like that so it's there but it's just a mental exhaustion because life is a constant battle right so i'm just feeling mentally exhausted i'm like hey come on i need a break right why am i constantly fighting life right like why is life not giving me a break but no this is not about me you know cheer me up please (laughs) yeah so where where is it um well if this is not what's normally happening, actually at three years old, I don't think she's paying too much attention to this kind of stuff. I know. I know. <laughs> so you have a couple of years before you really have to watch out how you're responding to things. Yeah. But, um, you know, what, do, what does it make different? It makes you think about, well, how is my daughter going to see me? How am I going to see myself? Yeah. You know, how do I want to be? So it, it brings up all those questions it does. And I think rather than paying so much attention to how you don't want to deal with it, pay attention to what, what does it tell you? It tells you to think of yourself as a really strong person that can yeah. handle these things, that can be a good role model for your daughter. So yeah. it's bringing up a lot of really positive aspects. Yes. And that's the ones you should focus on. Yes, all about it's, positivity. But I think I'm quite fortunate that I do have, you know, some really um, close friends, you know, that, you know, that give me a nice pep talk whenever I need it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we can't, you know, life is, uh, we live in a dual universe, so it's going to be good and it's going to be bad, good, bad. You know, it's always going to, the pendulum is always going to swing back and forth. Mm. So when we know that, we know that there are always going to be challenges. There's always going to be unfortunate things happen, but there's also fortunate things happening. And there's also, you know, a wonderful, easy stuff that's just flowing and synchronicity that's happening. Really? I've not seen any simple thing happen recently. (laughs) Well, but before recently you have. So it goes back and forth. So one of the things is that's fun about transformation is that nothing is constant. We're, we're constantly changing. So this will go away. It's not going to be there forever. 
fingers crossed. I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping so. Well, you know that nothing <laughs> is gonna ever stay the same. I mean, it can. I know. I know. So when you know that, then you already have hope because you, you know, okay, tomorrow the day is different. Different things are going to happen. Yeah, definitely. So let's not, let's not talk about me now. You know, let's talk about you and all the fancy things that you do. And maybe someone else who's just at the beginning of this nightmare that's 21st century living, um, you know, could, you know, think, oh, maybe I need to go and speak to Joanna. How do you pronounce your last name again? Is it Polish? Um, it's Russian, I think, but a long oh. time ago. <laughs> okay. How do you pronounce it? Uh, Derbolowski. Derbolowski. Did I get it? Derbolowski. Yeah. Perfect. I, I do try to see if I can pronounce names. Okay, cool. So what is transformation? Well, I chose that you know, as the title is because it's change. We're constantly changing. We're constantly morphing ourselves and our body don't stay the same. Um, nothing is really solid. Yeah. But in our minds, we want to hold on to a set moment, which yeah. is um, a lot of work, sort of running against the universe. <laughs> we're running constantly against the wall instead of just allowing us to flow hmm. so if you flow on a river there are going to be some rapids and you may hit some rocks and then there's a beautiful you know peaceful flowing area <laughs> and that's the fun part of life yeah okay okay so when did you write this your book so it's called transformation transformation what again the transformation promise the transformation promise so when did you write it and what was your inspiration for writing it i wrote it um well, a couple of years ago i'm not actually sure right now when that was <laughs> and i wrote it because i'm teaching a lot of workshops and people said oh you know we want something to take home we want something we can do on our own so it's a work um, self-help book and you can really work deeply with it or you can just read it and get some ideas out of it and it basically teaches you to get to know yourself because okay. you know we all have goals and we want to get somewhere and we want to be somebody or you know most of us anyway and um, it's hard to get to someplace else when you don't know where you're at very true. Like, I think there was another saying, um, if you, what is um, say? How do you know where you're going if you don't know where you're coming from? Yeah. It's sort of like the GPS in the car. Yeah. <laughs> when you put in your destination, it asks you where, where's your starting location. Yes. I mean, you will still get to your destination if you don't know where you're coming from eventually, but it might reroute you a lot of times so the it's easier everything is easier when you know yourself mm. so know where you are know how you work and know what all pulls on you what are the things that you've attached to that all pull you in one direction you, you mentioned you have a child so that changes how you do things very true and so the child is also a part of where you're going to go. Mm. 
but that's a very obvious one. So then there's little ones. We have, you know, jobs and friends and mortgages and <laughs> taxes. I know it's endless. Or, but we are not tied to them really physically. I mean, we're not imprisoned. It's the prison that we build ourselves. Yeah. Because you can leave it at any time. You know, you can just say, I'm going to go, I'm going to live on this piece of forest and <laughs> and I have my own well in my backyard and I'm never going to deal with anything again. Yeah. I mean, it's an option, but we don't, well, if we're listening to the show, probably we're not entirely off the grid. <laughs> yeah. And um, we deal with it. So we look at it. The image that I like to use is we create our lives like a spider creates a spider web. Yeah. But simultaneously, we are the fly that's caught in it. Yeah. Okay. So did you self-publish your book or did you go with a publisher? I self-published. <clears throat> okay. How did you find the process? Um, I found it very complicated. <laughs> Okay. And I, you know, did a lot of mistakes, I think, but um, <clears throat> I learned from all of them. And now I've given lots of friends that self-publish really great advice on how to do it and what not to do. Oh, can you share some of those advice with us? <clears throat> well, I think one of the things is if you're marketing, a lot of the marketing has to be done before you publish the book. True. So there's a lot of places that will only have the book release if they're the first one so be really careful what you pick for all those things hmm. all those firsts the first book release the first radio show you're on the first <laughs> so have that all in place before you publish don't publish your book and then say oh now i'm going to look what i'm going to do next because yeah. a lot of doors are closed by then yeah True. I think that would be my biggest advice. Okay. And of course, there's a lot of people self-publishing now that are not necessarily writers. And they think, oh, I have a message and I'm going to send the message out there. And, um, you know, when you're a reader, you want a book to flow and to be easy to read and to apply. So a good editor... I think is key mm, mm. because as a writer yourself, you're too close to it. You don't see things. And also you understand what was really wonderful about my editors that she wasn't entirely from my field of work. So I would send her something and she, sometimes she misunderstood what my message was. And right. that was wonderful because I could see where, I was expecting her to know things. Yeah. And so we could work it. So a, a good editor is uh, the best thing you can do to yourself. Okay. No, that, that definitely um, does sound, you know, like really good advice. Um, so would you be publishing another book anytime soon or that's it for you? No, I'm working on another book, but I have no, um, no, date of finishing yet okay 
Okay, well, do keep us posted. Um, so when did you decide, or I don't know if you said this before, when did you decide that you wanted to write? I mean, I know you said some of your clients, um, but, you know, when specifically, you know, because sometimes it's easy for people to say, oh, you should do this, you should do this. Um, but then sometimes it's just we need that extra push to be able to say, you know what, I can actually do it and then go ahead and do it. Well, I had two things that happened. I'm, I, I'm always writing. So the writing part was never the problem. I always wrote material for my workshops, but I also, you know, wrote poetry and other things. I just enjoy writing. So that's one part. So I have stacks of things that I've written <laughs> that not necessarily go together. And um, I, I was in a writing group at that time and we had to write something personal and I wrote a acknowledgement page. I just said, there's so many people in my life that I'm thankful for and that have, you know, helped me get where I'm going. And I wrote the whole um, two pages of all the people that I could think of that have helped me. And uh, then I looked at it and I thought, this really is no good without a book to put it in. Yeah, yeah. So I need that book. So that was one really big key factor was just my gratitude to, towards all the people in my life. And then I um, was teaching a workshop in Germany, actually. And um, the one of the attendees said, well, now you're leaving again. So all we have is this little handout that you gave. So can't you put it better together because you don't come here that often? And I said, yeah, sure, I can do that. That wouldn't be much of a problem. And a week later, he said, I booked you a book signing. And I said, what? I don't have a book. <laughs> and he said, well, you said it'll be easy for you to put together. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I sat down. <laughs> and then it took me about a year, and I had to do a... Um, pre-book release on his date that he had me scheduled but um it was pretty funny okay oh cool that's that no that sounds like an interesting journey um you know towards um, publishing so why did you then decide to self-publish you know because sometimes a lot of people they decide that oh you know what or they assume um you know before most people didn't really know much about self-publishing so they always assume that they would need to go with a publisher so why did you decide to self-publish well i looked at a lot of publishing companies and quite frankly i was writing the book you know i had to really focus on writing the book and then the book was done and uh, i looked at uh the proposals for the publishing and how long that all took. And I had this um, book signing coming up. So I needed to get it printed and done fairly fast. Mm, mm. And when you go with the traditional publishing, it's much more of a process. Yeah. And you yes. have to wait on decisions. And, you know, I, I would love to, at this point, I would love to be with the mainstream publisher. Because yeah. now it's more work being, you know, self-published. But the publishing industry has changed so much. So you have to do all the marketing yourself, even if you are with a mainstream publisher. Yes. Yes. So 
unless you're a multi best-selling author on the New York Times bestseller list, you have to do the work whether you self-publish or are with the publisher. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. So, I mean, that's the question I always ask, right? That if you're going to do the work anyway, irrespective of whether you're self-published or, you know, with a trade publisher, um, you know, you're going to do the work anyway, then what benefit is it, um, you know, to one, to having, um, you know, to, to go in with a, a trade publisher? I've just, for me, I've never been able to see any benefit. And someone once said that, you know, it's just having that, um, oh, I'm not even sure the best way to describe it in like, if I was speaking to a Nigerian, I would say the FEZ, right. You know, the glamour of saying, you know, you're with a publisher. So why would you want to go with a publisher this time? Because it's, uh, it gets you into the mainstream bookstores, although, you know, there are not that many left. What sort of mainstream bookstores? I mean, I published with CreateSpace, which is part of Amazon. Mm. And so any bookstores generally don't like Amazon because it's taken most of their business away from them. So when you would have experienced a lot is when you go to a bookstore and you ask, would you like to carry my book? They say, oh, you're with CreateSpace. No. Right. Okay. Well, I don't know if you're aware of this. Um, so pardon me if I'm just saying something, you know, right. I think the only, and things might've changed and things are changing constantly. So I might even be telling, I might even be telling you something that's completely dated. So, you know, forgive me. And I do stand to be corrected if I'm giving you totally rubbish information. But the last time I had checked, the only way or the only time you get create space listed as your publisher is if you use their own ISBN. Whereas if you buy your own ISBN, then you get listed, whatever name you register, that's what then gets listed as the um, publisher. Yes. And for the general audience, that is true. <laughs> but when you go to a bookstore, they see that and they say, okay, so who did you, with your, you know, own publishing company, publish this through? I mean, they know. Right, okay. The bookstores will know because, and then, yes, you know, you can say something, but um, ultimately, I mean, it's, I've, smaller bookstores will, most of them will still take you. Bigger bookstores tend to not. It's my experience, I mean, here, in the US, I don't know how it is in the UK. Um, there's just not, not a real friendly looking upon Amazon from the physical bookstores. Ah, okay. No, I totally, I totally get what you mean. Um, personally, I have found, um, you know, I used to do create space, but for some reason, I have found Ingram Spark, so I think Lightning Source, they, they have different names, um, to be a better platform, um, you know, to self-publish with. Um, and they, I think they've got wider distributorship than um, Amazon alone. So I go through, um, you know, Ingram Spark um, myself. So I guess probably that's why. But then... I don't know. Yeah, I like I like Ingram 
too. They um, and yes, they get a wider distribution. But I um, think that in the the people that I know, most of them order their books on Amazon. Yeah, because so, Ingram's Crumb, they still, they still, um, their books still get listed on Amazon as well. Yeah, and then, but then that's just a question of, you know, how much money do you want to make per copy? And mm. so it's probably different for, you know, cha- I'm assuming it changes all the time. Yeah. I, now that I'm done, I'm not paying that much attention to that part anymore yes i know i've not done that for a while um, but at that time you know i looked at all of them and i decided to uh where do i want to be and how do i want to um <laughs> how many different places do i want to be in and i also had the book translated into german so oh really i can manage all that pretty well um because i'm originally from germany okay and i teach and speak there yeah almost once a year and so that way you know I had it all together and and I'm very happy with create space I their quality is wonderful and they are very helpful I, I have no complaints yeah well apart from the bookstores that don't um they're sort of against Amazon um, at the moment, which is, you know, quite, quite a shame. Um, well, you know, we know what Amazon are like from what people tell us um, about them. Um, but anywho, be that as it may. So tell me about your consultancy services. I do, well, my sessions, my private sessions or my, are very much spirit guided. So they're different from client to client, but my objective is to get you to closer to who you are, to disassociate with the roles we play. Yeah. You know, you can say right now you run a, a podcast and that's part of your identity. Yeah go home and your identity becomes the mother very true and so we have all these things that we identify with but they're just really roles we play so who are you underneath all those roles that's that's who you really are and that's what you want to focus on yeah and then you go and you like oh you know this person that I really am can also be a mother can be a business person can be all those things um and it also makes the problems in the different roles not quite so heavy because you don't completely set your entire identity into it. Yeah. And then, you know, you talk about life, life's ups and downs. That's been just this age-old question, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? Things just happen and we have to respond to them. And the less we try to blame somebody or be the victim of something, the more energy we have to actually deal with it. Yeah. So you you say something really bad happened. Why did it happen? Then maybe, you know, you don't know. Maybe it'll lead you to a connection that you really needed. Yeah. So instead of just barricading yourself in the problem, you just go, okay, this happened. Now I'm dealing with it. So my 
objective behind my counseling is to make things make things better and easier because yeah. life is hard enough and then i also um teach people how to use their mind dealing with chronic pain yeah and to you know see what you have to use rather than focusing on what you can't do anymore focus on what can you do yeah so basically being in the moment with all your energy so that you can respond to moment by moment to life yeah there's no security there's no <clears throat> we don't know what's going to happen I mean, right now I live in California. We're dealing with fires and some of them are really devastating and horrible. Yeah. And I have a f friend who um, just lost everything in the fire and she said it was just less than five minutes. Everything wow. was there and then everything was gone. And that is life. Yeah. Things like that happen. So <clears throat> I think it's not a question of has she been thinking positive or excuse me <coughs> or has she been a good person yeah yeah i i think those things are a waste of time to have those kind of thoughts oh you know is it my fault is you know god punishing me is my spirit not right no it's life things happen and now we move forward as best we can yeah yeah, no, that definitely does make a lot of sense, actually. It makes a lot of sense. Well, if people want to connect with you, um, how can they do so? Where can they find you? I have a website called Quantum Heart Field. Quantum as in quantum physics. And heart is the thing beating in your chest. <laughs> and field as in soccer field. So. It's quantumheartfield.com, and that has all the information. And, of course, you can get the book, The Transformation Promise, on Amazon okay. and selected bookstores. Okay. Well, I guess if you've got an ISBN and it's listed, say, on the Amazon page, and, you know, if someone doesn't want to buy from Amazon, they can just go to their nearest bookshop and quotes the ISBN number and order it, you know, I doubt yes. any bookstore, you know, would turn away and say, Oh, wow, thanks for, you know, bringing this order, but you know, we're not going to order it for, you know, for, I mean, they are liberty to do that, but I'm sure you'd yeah. be able to see one that would be happy to take some cash come through there, there too. Yeah, no, it's definitely widely available. It's also, it's also available on at Barnes and Nobles. So, which are almost the only bookstores that are left here, unfortunately. Yeah, it, it, it is a shame, though. You know, the world is just going completely digital. Um, and I guess, you know, most people from what I've heard, I mean, there's still a lot of people that do like reading, you know, paperback books. Um, but myself, I used to enjoy doing that in my early 20s. Now I just don't have the space capacity. I mean, I, I can't even make the time to read, but I just don't have the space capacity for paper books anymore. <laughs> well, I'm the old fashioned one. I like to have that paper in my hand and 
take notes and bend the corners for important stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But it's all good. Well, you know, we've come to that time of the day where I have to kick you out. Um, but before we do so, um, any final words of wisdom that you would like to share with the listeners? Yes, don't take yourself too seriously and just allow allow for life to flow with you. Even when life is giving you a kick in the proverbial. Well, that's a little drama. It makes, makes it more interesting no, from when a writer's point of view. <laughs> no, when you're going through it. I mean, I remember when I was a teenager, my uncle said something to me, which I thought was very wise. And that's why I, I listen to, I, I remind myself of it um, constantly. And he said that when something good is about to happen to you, a lot of bad things start to happen, right? In a way to try and distract you from that good thing that is coming your way. So I'm hoping, you know, myself, so I'm holding on to what my uncle said, and I'm hoping that my 2019 will be filled with considerably more good things than my 2018. And, you know, my 2019, I'm not going to have you know, counselors try to frame me up and ask me to give them money for stuff that I'm not even responsible for. Yeah, I look at it like your uncle said, it's, it's the final exam before you go to the next level. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, when we, you have a you know, show about writers and books, look at life as a good novel. I mean, without any uh, drama and little snags to overcome, <laughs> it's a pretty boring story. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Because, I mean, even our heart has, you know, peaks and troughs, right? Someone once said. So right now you're going through a more um, suspenseful, interesting part. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Well, if anything, you know, thank you very much for cheering me up and making me feel a little bit better. You know, and there's always, if you, you know, if you feel like you can't get through something, there's always help. Never, never be afraid to ask for help. I know, I know, I know. It's just sometimes life gets overwhelmed with everyone. And, you know, it is what it is. But it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. It's been, well... Oh. Uh, it's been a wonderful honor to be here. Well, I guess it's that time where you need it at the door, so we're going to let you go. Everyone, it's, been, it's the Shagilola Salami Show, and we've been listening to Johanna Debolowski. Did I pronounce that well? Wonderful. <laughs> Perfect. Well, everyone, go and check out her book on your, buy your favorite book retailer. I was going to say Amazon, and it's The Transformation Life. Did I get that correct? The, the Transformation Promise. The Transformation Promise. Close. All right, everyone. Um, today is we've come to the end of another episode of the Shagila La Salami Show, and I will catch you again very soon. Bye now. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 
18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.